0: Christmas, my friends. Welcome to another episode of the Long Distance Friends Podcast Christmas Edition. This is the last episode of the year. Merry Christmas. Goodbye, 2023. I want to unpack some things because my hinges are like, I would say my hinges are off. I would say my hinges are gone, but I think this is completely normal and I want your opinion. So, this is my second holiday solo. And by solo, I mean, I'm at home with my cats. And last year was super depressing. I just sat on, I didn't even have a couch. I had a recliner, that's it. And I sat on the recliner all day long with the cats and I watched Christmas movies. And I was very lonely. I was—I felt very sad. I did have a friend who invited me to Christmas dinner with her family. And I really appreciated that because I was like, this is just me it this year I have a Christmas tree this year I I want to be festive I want to not be like a sad depressing person who doesn't do anything because my life is better than that you know like I keep seeing things that are like if there is something that you want what are you actively doing to get yourself to the point where that's your life and I'm like, correct. You know, if I want the type of life where like I have people that celebrate the holidays with me, well, then I need to be celebrating them solo. You know, I need to already be a person that's celebrating, so that someone just walk like it's not like, oh my gosh. Well, now that someone's here, I'm going to celebrate my life. That's bullshit. My life is so interesting and fun solo. So I need to do that. Also, I am a mother. Okay, I am a mother of two. So it is my duty to bring Santa Paws into our home. And I have done that. So I was going to, I might still go out and get them another toy because I am a loving mother, but I combined some of their favorite things and I'm here to show it to you. Um, Here we go. This is the infamous toy for the boys. It is four pieces of tissue paper with toys and treats inside of the tissue paper and copious amounts of catnip. Um, Here's my problem, though. I'm recording on December 24th because I have been a procrastinator. I've had a lot of things that I was like, I should record and I should unpack and it would be really therapeutic for me this week. And guess what? I did not do that. Instead, I waited until the last minute because that's my life, and I'm recording on the 24th. I put this gift together yesterday on the 23rd. Fun fact about Toulouse is that he goes apeshit for catnip. So I have to hide it in the freezer because it is, he ripped the bag open, so I can't fully shut it. So I have to keep it in the freezer so that they can't smell it because otherwise he'll go feral, you know, he'll lose his mind. And I pulled it out of the freezer to make this yesterday, and he started going cuckoo crazy pants because he was like, the thing that I want is out. The drugs are near, mother. And I was like, for sure. So that happened, and I am now hiding their gift in the home studio, and they are strictly not allowed in here because they will go cuckoo crazy pants for it, and I just cannot deal with that. So it's hiding in here. And I have a big idea. I have decided I am going to wake up tomorrow morning. And because they're cats and not humans, I can get away with this. Like if they were human beings, I, you know, would need to put everything out the night before, right? Or like wake up really early and put things together so that like the magic, I will not be doing that. I will be waking up on Christmas day. I will be staging my Christmas tree, okay? Like fully staging it. There's some things that I have bought over the past couple of months that I have not opened yet that I'm like, I will throw it under there so that when I record this, it will not look sad and depressing, but I plan, this is my big grand plan and I will post, I will post this because I am a crazy cat lady who loves my boys and I need to spark joy in my life in whatever ways that I can, I will be high. I will be putting them in a private room either a bathroom, bedroom, whatever, staging the Christmas tree when I wake up on my own time. And then, like most families, go, oh my gosh, guys, Santa Claus came. Look at your gifts. And record them like a family blogger. And I'm excited. I think because I'm recording, they'll be uninterested. But I will sprinkle some fresh catnip on it to really entice them. Um, I have someone outside of the room right now screaming because he can smell the catnip and he can smell me. And he wants the catnip, not me. So Merry Christmas. That's that's me solo Christmas. I love I love talking to people about their Christmas traditions because you know, everybody has a different Christmas tradition. I think I know how I want to approach Christmas when I have children. I think like one gift and maybe your stocking are from Santa. Uh, growing up, everything was from Santa. Like in my household, every gift was from Santa Claus, unless it said mom and dad. Um, Stockings were like such a big part of my family's Christmas when I was growing up. Uh, My mom grew up with this uh, tradition where like the best gifts were in your stocking. My family's tradition included like in your stocking, there was always a Uh, rice like a box of rice candies a christmas like lotto ticket scratch off as a girl that was where like perfume and jewelry and like little things like that were and i was big on those things so i was like love it but it was like everything was individually wrapped and they were just like packed so the night like you know you had a lot of things in your stocking so stockings were fun and then we each had like my family's, my family had two Christmas trees, um, not in like a rich person way, but in a, my parents bought the floor model of a plastic tree at a Home Depot one year because they were like, the kids keep making ornaments at school and oh, the presents only went under one, like one tree was in the room where like the family sat and like the TV was and that was where all the ornaments that we made in school went because my mom was like these are like so sweet and beautiful and fucking ugly and they're not going on the pretty nice tree that Santa Claus visits. So we had like the living room that no one touched, you know? Uh and that's where Santa Claus tree was. It's where Santa would deliver the presents. And then we had the plastic white tree that had all of the kids' ornaments, that that was where we put the gifts for our family. And then we'd wake up early. Uh, The tradition that my family had or the story that we had about Santa is that when my dad was about eight years old, he and his brother had been told by my grandmother every year that if you sneak out and look at the Christmas tree after Santa comes, but before mom wakes up, Santa takes the gifts back. Santa takes the decorations back. Like Santa removes everything from the house if you don't follow the rules of Christmas, which is that the parents have to come out and see the tree before you guys come out. So what this then meant for our family is that Christmas morning, my parents' bedroom was on like the other side of the house. And we would sit, like the three of us, uh, and I'm thinking the like kind of older years, Um, honestly, the, the majority of my Christmases. So we were in like back rooms and my brother, sister, myself, when my youngest brother got a little older, he moved into like those back rooms with us. We would like sit in that hallway and just scream at our parents until they woke up. Because we were like, we can't leave this area because if we do, we might see the Christmas tree and the the gifts will disappear. Because when my dad was eight years old, he and my uncle snuck out, saw the Christmas tree before my grandma and gone, everything disappeared. So we couldn't do that, right? So we would just scream at 6 a.m. Like we, you know, Christmas day, kids end up waking up early because they're so excited. And we would howl across the house to get our parents to wake up so we could go out, which like, I think in retrospect, my parents were definitely like, we'll get a good morning. We'll sleep in. It'll be great. Not how it happened, not how it happened at all. And then we got cell phones. So then like I had a phone and my brothers didn't, but because I had a phone, we were like, we will call the house phone until they wake up. Like screaming isn't working anymore we'll call them so we would just can we is it Christmas like can can one of you come out and look at the tree so that we can come out of our rooms and it's kind of funny in retrospect like this probably definitely worked in the 90s of like they have to stay in there until they're asleep and then the 2000s came and we were like wrong The two thousand specifically the 2000s I didn't get a cell phone before I was a teenager let's be real and it's funny to me. It's very funny to me, but it's a it's a fond memory. And I, like a crazy person, like this is something that I look at and I think, was I foreshadowing this? But me, myself, and I, for Christmas, my mom got us, like we all had a small Christmas tree in our rooms. Mine was like a magenta, pinkish purple. My sister had a white one. My brother had a green one. And I, one year decided, I should get myself a gift. And I should put it under my tree in my room. So when I wake up, I can open my gift to myself. I'll wrap it. I'll put it in my room and I will have my solo Christmas, just me, while I wait because I tend to wake up relatively early and it'll be fun for me and I deserve it. Was I foreshadowing the Christmases I would spend alone? Was I like preparing myself to be like, you will have very lonely Christmases for. At least a couple years. Here you go. Practice. So it's funny. I will compliment my parents. They did not forget me this year for Christmas. They did send me a gift ahead of time. I'm not a big like give me presents. But last year I FaceTimed my dad on Christmas morning to watch my younger brother open his Christmas presents. And my dad then ordered me a Christmas present from Amazon. I was like, yours is on the way but it slowed down because of the snowstorm there was not a snowstorm on Christmas day it was snowy but it was not like storming and I was like yeah no problem and then it like arrived and in the thing it has a receipt that like tells you when it was ordered and I was like hey like it's totally fine and I will never not find it funny that like I am the forgotten one. But like hey, I can see that you ordered this on Christmas morning. Teehee. So yeah, that's funny. I will be staging their gift and like a ridiculous person. Um I also am putting out I bought some books. I'm gonna put those out because I haven't read them yet. So therefore there's still technically a gift to myself. I what did I gift people this year? Gifts I'm giving this year. Uh, my sister's family, specifically like my sister and her daughter, um, are getting the OG 90s version of Pretty Pretty Princess. Because did you know that they now have a unicorn Pretty Pretty Princess? But it is not – like they barely make the OG anymore. And I was like, hey, like just out of curiosity, because this year's theme was kind of like board games. Like. Last year, everybody got books. I was like, I I kind of go with a theme, but not really. I know that my younger brother didn't read the book. And I'm like, maybe if you'd read this book, you would feel differently about your life. Because I did a lot of research and I thought this book was relevant to what you're going through. And maybe it would have helped. But also, you're a 13-year-old boy who's like, I don't read. I don't care to read. And I'm like, couldn't have been me. When I was 13, I was reading nonstop. You could not get my head out of a book. Was it dissociation? Yes, but I was so literate. I am. I am so literate. So take that. My mom is getting lessons in chemistry. I know. I've. I haven't read it, but I know it was one of the like more popular books this year. Uh, my youngest brother is getting a board game. My dad is getting, I think he's also getting, a, no, he's getting hot honey because he cooks and he likes spicy. Uh, and then my sister and her husband are getting, I bought them a board game. It's like worst case scenario. And then my other sister and her daughter are getting uh, pretty, pretty princess. And then my other brother, I didn't get him anything because he's in a coma. So is that insensitive? Yeah. Yes or no? Is it insensitive to not buy someone a Christmas present if you're like, they're kind of dying. So like, let me know in the comments below. Anyways. So yeah, I think I'll FaceTime some family, probably just my dad. Um, It is interesting though. Like I do, I know I've talked about it before, but the last time that my family had a Christmas morning that was as close to what it was when we were growing up was 2021. And, you know, I, I wish that I had known, you know, cause my sister had a child at that point, she was like a newborn. So it was easy to transport. And, you know, I didn't, some of my college Christmases I didn't spend there because of some family uh, issues and, the first Christmas that I planned on spending by myself was 2020. I came down for Thanksgiving and I left before Christmas because I was like, I'm not, I'm not staying here. I remember my boyfriend at the time. I was like, yeah, I'm going down before Thanksgiving and I'm just going to stay there until after Christmas and I'll come back in the new year. And he was like, I don't think you're going to stay there that long. And I was like, no, like things seem like they're different. And I was there for like three weeks and I was like, by week two and a half, I was like, okay, I'm done. And I started heading uh, – I, I, I went back to Alabama and worked for, you know, a couple weeks with Solo. And then my – one of my sisters was living in Tallahassee at the time. And she was like, hey, just come to Tallahassee and spend Christmas with me. And then my dad and my brother drove up there uh, after – On, like, the day after Christmas. So, and I think that was Leighton's first Christmas, like, really alone. Leighton is my youngest brother. Shout out to you. Oh, my God, T. Okay, so, he's 10 years younger than me. I'm just T-timing. So, he is 10 years younger than myself. My parents parent him very differently than they parented uh, myself, my other brother, and my sister because they're tired like if we're being so honest like you he does get the like you know as much as you want to be like well they've learned because you guys are like adults now no they're exhausted they're done like they did the older kids and then we're like huh, we're done but they decided to have another kid so late in the game that they're like (laughs) Trying to stay strong for the fourth quarter, but it's a struggle. And I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh, My parents are getting older, as are we. But so he, the last of my knowledge, was told no TikTok. Because I'm on TikTok. I love my tiki-talkie. And my parents, I guess, are like TikTok has – he has access to everything and bad things and adult content. (laughs) and I'm like – I was on Tumblr in 2012. I was on Tumblr when it was unregulated and there was straight porn. And my parents didn't know because they were not like media literate the way that they're starting to be. But like I was on Instagram when it was brand new. I was on Snapchat in the OG days. Like I was in the generation that was present for the beginning of modern day social media. Like. Facebook eh but you know the photo sharing media i i was there for that conception in that beginning and when it was heavily unregulated and so it's so funny to me that they're like very limited on what he can use and that he doesn't do instagram but now it's like start like i really don't use snapchat anymore i have a couple of friends that it's the only way that they communicate but like i'm 24 i feel like i'm I've aged out, but I keep it because it has all of my like photo memories from the past several years. And it's starting to like notify me that like, hey, this person you may know is on TikTok, is on Snapchat. And I'm like, you dirty dog, look at you sneaking around, building social media profiles without them knowing. I'm not going to say anything, but I am going to view your profile. So it notifies you. And I get the like, please don't tell dad. And I'm like, I'm not going to fucking say anything. My parents keep taking away his phone. And I'm like, he doesn't fucking respond to me. And they're like, well, his phone was taken away. Like, he's reading my messages. He's reading my messages at like 2 a.m. I'm not going to tell them that because that means that he is doing – he is having his rite of passage of – his phone is taken away and it's left on the counter. So at 2 a.m. he's sneaking into the kitchen to go through his messages and see who's texting him. Been there, done that. I'm not going to snitch, but like I get it. I get it in my soul. Um. So anyways, there's that. I sent out my Christmas cards. I love doing my Christmas cards. I ended up Photoshopping it. So we went to PetSmart. Let me tell the story. We met Santa Claus. It was great. Pastrami did piss himself. He pissed in the carrier, he pissed all over his PJs. He just was a a a peeful mess. And I mean they were troopers though. It was a 30-minute drive there and a 30-minute drive back. And okay, so it was a 30-minute drive there, it was a 30-minute drive back. There was a bit of waiting in line. I held to lose because he is really good in public. He's used to wearing a harness. He was, I've never really put him in a carrier. I've always carried him with like a leash and harness. Pastrami on the other hand, I don't have the capacity to hold two cats at once. And he's really good in the carrier. And I'm like, it's just easier to. So I put, To lose on Santa's lap because I'm like, he's really good in these situations. I will hold pastrami just because he's not used to being in public like this. It was primarily dogs. But there was a lot of cats that were in line to meet Santa. It was the ugliest fucking backdrop. And I'm seeing all of these TikToks of other people taking their animals to meet Santa at PetSmart. And my favorite one is there was a PetSmart where the associate dressed as Santa was a girl with a pillow under her outfit And I love that one. I think that one is so funny and so cute. And our Santa, like, choked to lose. He didn't, like, gag him, but he, like, grabbed his face to, like, pose him and was, like, rubbing his finger on his neck to, like, pet him. And I was like, like, you don't have to do that. But I didn't realize that he was doing it. Like, he said something about posing him. And I was like, oh, he's really good. He'll pose himself. And then I got the photos and I was like, what are we doing? This looks crazy. But I photoshopped the background. I found this lovely stock image of a red couch with like Christmas trees in the background. It was so cute. And we made our our uh, Christmas card, sent it out to a bunch of people. I will be sharing the video. Um, So I... I needed one aunt. Uh, I I have the people that I do frequently talk to. Um, So I messaged in the family group message, like, hey, one of the family group, like uh, one side of my family. Like, hey, if you want a Christmas card, I need addresses. Specifically because I forgot my one aunt's address. And then I was like, I'll just put it in there because I don't know who's in there. And so a different aunt who I have spoken to several times over the past couple years requested one. I was like, sure, no problem. And then an aunt who I have not actually had a conversation with in like 15 years who just pops up when it's relevant and is like a raging cunt to everyone in the family. And for several years, no one in the family talked to her because she lost her shit on my cousins and called one of my cousins um, who was like... 18 at the time and called her a fucking bitch and a cunt because she was dog sitting for the woman and like she was just unhappy about it either way no one in the family is like super great with her because she's mean but then is like oh poor woe is me mind you I say this this is just based off of the stories that I get from the people that do interact with her she doesn't talk to me the last time she spoke to me was I was graduating from high school right I sent like invitations to a little celebration at my parents' house afterwards to the aunt that I do talk to and she texted me the morning of and was like, I'm so sorry that I won't be able to make it today. And I said, that is so fine. you weren't invited so I didn't expect you to be there. Uh, she was not invited to my sister's wedding because again, she has not spoken to anyone and like she has not spoken to us in 20 years. I take that back. My mom died 19 years ago. In 19 years, you have not wished me a happy birthday, a Merry Christmas. Jack, shit, I don't know you. You don't know me. So she threw a hissy fix. She wasn't invited to my sister's wedding. And my sister said, We don't know each other. We don't talk. Why would I invite you to my wedding when, like, you are not in my life? You're not relevant right? Like if I had to choose between you and the friend who's been there for me for the past five years, guess who I'm inviting? Cause it's not you. So she requested a Christmas card and me being just a fun, silly, petty bitch. I sent it. I sent it and I addressed it to her and her ex husband. Cause the last time you were relevant in my life, you were married. You got divorced. I had no idea. Cause you're not in my life. You're not relevant to my life. You have not been there. How would I know about these things except for what I hear from the rumor mill, which oh, could be completely false. So does that make me the bad guy? Maybe, but, you know, I feel like you need a little bit of spice in the Christmas drama. And everybody is telling me that they're getting my Christmas cards. She hasn't said anything yet. So that's crazy. Um, I didn't tell anyone that I did that. This is my secret time. <laughs> Um, I, I did make a small TikTok talk video that I might post about it. Um, I didn't tell my sisters. I didn't tell my dad. I didn't tell my grandma. I didn't tell my cousins, but I am sure she will tell someone about it. And I think it's funny. I think it's fucking funny. Like, I know that they're about to be like, Olivia is a bitch. Guess what? Olivia doesn't care. I don't even go by that anymore. You're going to call me my legal name anyways. So yeah. Um, let me know if you think that was a bad idea. It probably was. It might not be. Like you're not relevant to my life. What difference does it make? I don't even have your number saved. Like truly, we're Facebook friends. Okay. That means nothing. The people who follow me on Facebook, like I don't post directly to Facebook. I post Instagram and it logs my Facebook. and I just like have like my older relatives that aren't on Instagram on there. And I'm like, no offense, but like, I look at Facebook and I'm like, my fans. Oh my God, (laughs) my fans, guys. Oh my God. They follow me. They like really care about what I do. Oh, I'm like a celebrity. That's Facebook for me. Like Instagram are like people that I know. Facebook are people that I'm like, this is like the least personal social media that I have. Because there's some Instagram posts that I don't put on Facebook because I'm like, oh, that's a little spicy. So there's that. Merry Christmas to them. What else? Oh my God. Um. So slight problemo. I don't know what to call my ring finger toe. So we're just going to call it my ring finger toe. Um, I broke my ring finger toe on my left foot a couple days ago. It, uh, it hurts when I walk and I can't really move it and it's, it's painful, but it'll stop hurting eventually. And I had a buddy who was like, Oh my God, are you going to go to the hospital? And I said, why would I do that? He said, cause you have a broken bone. And I said, well, I don't know how I broke it and it'll go away. Like it, It's one of the smaller toes. And he was like, do you not have insurance? And I said, I have insurance. Um, I don't, like, what am I going to do though? I'm going to go to the hospital. They're going to go, oh yeah, it's broken. It's sprained. It's fucked up. Like, what are they going to do? Tape it to the toe next to it? Give me a boot? The boot's not going to do anything. Like, if it was a, if you break your big toe, you need to go to the doctor immediately. Your big toe is so important. It regulates your balance. It's all the things. Your ring finger toe It doesn't do anything. It's too small. No. It does hurt when I walk, though. It's been hurting for a little while, but it's completely fine. If you are a doctor and you are listening to this, does the ring finger toe matter? Like, you can live without it, right? I don't know if you can hear Toulouse, but Toulouse is losing his mind because he can smell the catnip. And he is pissed that he's not getting it right now. But, yeah, so let me know about that. what What are your Christmas traditions? What are the Christmas traditions that I want to continue? Like that's something that I think about. I want stockings to be a big deal. I want, um, well, what else do I want to continue with my little family? i I really don't know. i I am imagining Christmases in the future, and it's kind of hard for me to imagine, you know, the Christmas season. Because I don't imagine it of me being alone, you know? I don't imagine my future. I don't I don't foresee my Christmases in the future to be alone. I imagine them with other people. And it's kind of hard to dictate what traditions I want to start and maintain. Because adding someone else into my life, they are going to have a different culture than myself. You know, I brought someone home for Christmas one year and he had never had a stocking. Like he'd never had a Christmas stocking that was filled by Santa Claus. And so that was like my one thing that I was like texting my parents. And I was like, I need Santa to bring him a stocking because he's never had one before. And he was so excited. And it was like funny. Cause you wouldn't think to look at like a 30 year old man be like, Hey, like, culturally my family celebrated this and this and so these things were not relevant um his mom was an immigrant and his father was jewish so he was like when we did like christmas was not like really the emphasized holiday but it was celebrated with like my mom's culture a little bit more and i was like that makes sense that totally makes sense and like the stalking tradition was not part of that culture and i recently you know was seeing someone who i was talking to him about like what are your christmas traditions and he was like yeah as a kid we always left a shoe out and i was like you left a shoe and it like took me a second i was like oh that is like what is that german that's german right well, i know there's south american countries that also do it Hold on, let me look this up because now i'm curious what culture leaves shoes for santa german called it booyah so i also i was talking to a buddy of mine at work and he was like uh in the country that he's from he was like there's not even santa claus it's like a different person who delivers gifts and like Christmas really isn't celebrated in December, it's celebrated in like March. And I was like, that's fascinating. I love this. So I'm having to be kind of flexible. Like my vision of it's like a little blurred because I'm like, I could be with someone who has a very close relationship with a certain part of their tradition and their childhood and their culture that changes how I celebrate this holiday. But I do think that I want Um, Santa to be one to two gifts, like maybe the gift and the one gift and the stocking. And then the rest of them just be like family. I think a big thing for me is I, I want to have kids and I don't want to have bratty kids. I want to have children that are kind and respectful and mindful that they, that they have certain blessings that maybe others don't have. And that others might have more than them, but that doesn't mean that they're superior to them. And I think about how difficult this time of year is in schools because, you know, when school comes back after Christmas, I was watching someone talk about how that's really the first time you see kids realize the socioeconomic disparities in their, in their school and in their class of – you know, the kids that come back to school with brand new shoes and brand new clothes and brand new toys. And they're like, I got everything on my list. And then you have the kids that are like, I got underwear that fits me this year. I got toothpaste. I got, you know, one toy. And then you get the kids in the middle that are like, yeah, I got clothes that fit me. And I also got a couple new toys and I got, you know, this, that, and the other. But realizing. Oh, we have a fair, like, why does Santa visit me different than he visits you? Like, why does Santa give you the things that you wanted? But Santa didn't give me anything from my list. Santa gave me the things that I need in order to be a well-cared for human being. And, you know, it is a little heartbreaking to think about it, but like a lot of that comes back to the parents of like, I know that as a parent, you want to give your child so much, But you also have a responsibility to make sure that, like, you have a responsibility to the community to make sure that, like, all of them are all of the children are taken care of to some degree. And I think, I think of the Christmas that, you know, I came to school and it was like, I I went to a private school, I went to a private middle school. And it was a Catholic school. And I remember looking at the girls who came in and were like, oh, my God, my new Tiffany necklace and the Cartier, you know, wristband, whatever. And, like, I didn't even know what these brands were. But I was like, I know that I don't know the name of that because it is out of my tax bracket. And we're 13. What happened to limited Two? what happened to, you know, oh, my God, I got these new juicy velour sweats. And I was like, we're 12. My parents don't have that kind of money. And now they sell juicy velour sweats at Sam's Club. And I'm like, fuck yeah, give me the juicy t- Juicy couture, okay? I want the crystals across my butt to say juicy because I am, thank you. Speaking of me being juicy, fun thing to look out for. I will be my my good girlfriend, KKP, lovely photographer if you are in the Kentucky area. Look her up. She's phenomenal. So she reached out and was, like, looking for models because she has this new set. And she was, like, looking for people to trial it and let me use the images for, you know, promotional reasons. And I was like, "Uh, hello, sign me up. And I bought some outfits for it. And some of them I'm looking at myself and I'm like, oh, oh, I don't I, I don't know how I feel about this. But we're going to come on that. It's going to be super exciting. I'll do an episode to talk about it and an episode to react to the images because it's outside of my comfort zone. 2024, I want to get outside of my comfort zone. But I'm not going to get too much into my ins, outs, goals, whatever. We'll do that next week. But this week, I hope you all have a very merry Christmas. If you don't celebrate Christmas, happy Yule, happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, happy solstice, all the things, you know, I wish, I wish this last year of 2023 be as kind and caring and joyful as it possibly can for you and your family. I love you all. Thank you so much. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Pod. Email us at longdfriendspodcast at gmail.com. Follow me on TikTok at lived, laughed, loathed. Just posting all kinds of stuff there. Still dedicated to these 30 days of every day, at least once a day posting. It's going great. And sometimes I'm starting to post my uh, my outtakes at the gym because guess what? I think it's funny. And if you don't like it, don't like it. But share. Love you. All right. Merry Christmas. Love you all. Bye. <laughs>